2: Sleeping Dogs now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie dot slash wondery. Your favorite. Ooh, so today we're talking about dating By the apps. Way, can I just
0: tell you something? I'm dressed like you today. I'm dressed like I'm going style? to a funeral. You're yeah. dressed
2: with style and I decided, elegance. I decided. I decided. You know what? Who needs swag?
0: color? Why wear color anymore? Because apparently that's not what we're doing on this podcast. Nobody yeah. needs to see color. Well, it's you fine. know it's I'm, a black and white world julian
2: exactly and i'm wearing black and white as <laughs> usual so God. well God. i'm sure you had a lot of compliments today by how you were dressed and people were probably like you look different you look good
0: no this i because i wore a dress today for work oh yeah was it black it was not it was and, actually purple and there you go color. and yeah. nobody com- no, no nobody rain.
2: complimented you on all this. right if it was black i'd be like you know what
0: hmm i tap that uh baby i get compliments everywhere i go don't okay. you worry about me don't, don't you worry, worry about, about me
2: <laughs> <laughs> made me think don't you wish your boyfriend was hot yeah like me? um Please dating do apps ever again.
0: okay yeah dating Today. apps let's talk about dating apps yeah uh both of us have been on them
2: yeah you're still no are you not No, when know. did you get on the dating <laughs> apps julian <laughs> Oh man, Um, I think I started, I think I remember downloading Tinder for about two days when I first moved to LA. Okay. So I think this was 2013.
0: Ooh, you were an early adopter.
2: I deleted that stuff right away. Why? I I wasn't getting any matches. I was like, how am I supposed to do this? I remember that Instagram at the time didn't have DMs. You had to download a different app to message people of Instagram that you followed.
0: That's funny. I do remember that. That feels like a million years ago.
2: Uh, But I mean, dating apps are the thing now.
0: Yeah, they are. I know it went from like, you know, you're desperate going online to look for love to now. It's like athletes are on them, celebrities, musicians, successful, very successful people use dating apps to find some sort of connection, whatever that connection might be. Yeah, I got on it. uh, I got on a couple of dating apps when I first moved to L.A.,
2: were you not on them in, uh, I, no, in New York?
0: No, because no. I, I had boyfriends and like, you know, I was, I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't really need to go on the dating apps yeah. because I wasn't really like looking for mm-hmm. anyone. But I, I, I knew right away that my work schedule was not conducive to me meeting anybody. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll just bite the bullet. I'll get on Raya and...
2: How how's your how has your experience been? I feel like you didn't have good experience on. I on, have not their, had a
0: no. I have not had good experiences on Raya.
2: Why? What do you think is the main <laughs> like what what? If you have to say what's wrong, one thing that really has been wrong. Two with things. You, okay. Two things.
0: Right. The first thing. Why are you showing me guys from Switzerland and Germany? I don't need to. I. I'm not traveling uh, to that, a different that's country to your to settings. Hook up. You just have to. No, it's not. No, it's weird. not. It's definitely not because I tried. I I tried, like, you know, redoing the settings and it won't let you just pick somebody from your own country, like somebody who might be local, like other apps do. Um, The other one is Which one was
2: it? Oh, that was Raya. Raya. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Fuck Raya. Yeah. So I was
0: going to (laughs) say, well, we are never getting a sponsorship from Raya. I don't want one. (laughs) From Raya. Okay. All right. Uh, The other problem (laughs) I have with Raya is people will, they won't follow up on the communication. Yeah. Uh, they just, you know, they'll say hello just to keep you there, just to keep you in the message queue. So Mm -hmm. maybe eventually they'll go back to you, but they have no real intention of, you know, meeting up with you. I would say like...
2: You have to message within 24 hours, no? No, within 10 days. 10 days. Oh, that's it. Or your match expires. But I remember when I was on Raya, I remember all the girls that was on there. There's, they were all IG hoes. There's not one... There's a lot of IG hos out there. Candidate so, of somebody that was anything else but an Instagram model.
0: So a young, fake boobed, fake assed competition for us ladies. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean the first riot date I ever went on was I wouldn't I can't say it, but it was, you know it, and oh. it was interesting.
2: Oh, I oh yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. you actually damn, I would have gone on that date because that would have been awesome.
0: Yeah. So, I mean that just you goes sure to, to say sh- it? I am absolutely sure I don't want to talk about who that you was. I
2: can't even make that voice cuz people would know right away if I I I, I can just do one thing and no, people you would can't. know. <laughs> just say <laughs> and I'm not going to do it. I'm so not going to do don't. it. Please don't. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I got um, your back.
0: So the stigma is gone for people. Then I got on then I got on um, Hinge. Yeah. I had a lot more luck on Hinge. Yeah. I actually found uh, a boyfriend who uh, lives two blocks away from where I live, yeah. And then we broke up, and now every time I pass by his apartment, I flip him off. Um, but well, that's you know how bitter of you. <laughs> I just yeah, I'm a bitter person. Yeah, you're really bitter. I do. I, like I do. You know, I'll forgive, like but I, I won't forget. Yeah. that's what Italians do. Uh, so yeah, what's what's been your experience on the dating apps?
2: Um, Tinder was not good. Uh, for a while, I was on Bumble, and I would get some good matches, but a lot of the because on Bumble the girls have to initiate, and they wouldn't initiate. And then sure. once in a while, um, I made I met a re- I remember meeting a really cool girl off Bumble maybe like four years ago, um, and we dated for a little bit and. Unfortunately, there's nothing she did. I just kind of lost interest and it felt that it was turning a, a lot of the issues that I've had with online dating is that it's fun for a little bit and then a lot of it feels like it's turning into more of a friendship. That's the main thing. But I have met some I've met some absolute idiots, but I've also have met some really cool people that I could still be in touch and that if it still ran ran on the street like if we just bump into each other I would have an actual conversation even though we've dated for a little bit um and and I and I have that I've also met some people that does not look like their pictures of
0: course i mean that's definitely happened for sure but you know that is annoying but that's that's when you have to creep on their instagram and a lot of these dating apps are linked to the person's instagram so you can do some light stalking and you can figure out you know exactly how tall are you because you say you're six feet but when you're standing next to your friend or when you're sitting next to your girlfriend you are definitely shorter than them so unless your girlfriend plays basketball like i don't think that you're telling me the honest truth I've but, had guys on dating apps say they were 5'11". This guy was not breaking 5'8". Absolutely not.
2: Okay. Now, so, yeah, I mean, I guess that is a type of, of catfishing. But a lot of them will put their Instagram in the bio yeah. or in whatever. But then you look at the Instagram. It's fucking private. So how am I supposed to creep? How am I, I supposed know. to make my, my, my research and find out what your actually face look well, like without, the-, without the, the makeup, the face tune, and, and the angle?
0: You Google their name. Yeah. And if you don't find any an- images on a cursory g- Google search, then you go to Facebook and typically it's you know, at some point. No. I have gone deep. I have okay. I have tried to figure out who their relatives are. I have gone on the relatives' Facebook pages. Yeah, that Facebook does not pages, surprise me cuz then- we
2: have already established throughout this podcast <laughs> that you're a bit of a creep and that you use your dog's Instagram for some weird shit. I do. But sometimes, okay, so on Hinge, like I can meet I came you could be matching with somebody called what a laura like laura and they don't put their last name (laughs) (laughs) i I said it italian like laura (laughs) laura yeah so her name's laura okay and she only puts the first letter of her initial so how am i supposed to find that it's like a p oh like how do you find who laura h or whatever exactly so how do you find that on how do you well you
0: can't and you just have to kind of trust you just hope that they have enough pictures of themselves to where you would like kind of figure it out and at some point, you do have to take a risk. That's why I'm a big fan. Uh, before you meet in person, do a, do a Facetime. Yeah, a Facetime is, yeah. is
2: definitely something. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, agree I, I agree with that. Um, especially because sometimes when you text, like you can't, you can't hear the. Their, their voice, you can hear how they right. talk. And sometimes oh, yeah. like, I, I FaceTime with a girl before a date and right after FaceTime, we're supposed to meet the next day. I was like, no, that's not, that's not going to happen. <gasps> oh, you're cool. That is not daddy. happening. That is not happening.
0: um I dated a guy for for a minute who uh, was super hot, but he had a voice that sounded like Mickey Mouse. Oh. And that was just... That was the end of the road for me. Yeah, poor So guy. what are your... Because, I mean, you're, when you're talking about a dating app, you're like, you, you might as well just be going through the toothpaste dial. There's so many options. You like yeah. swipe left, swipe right, whatever. Um, and with that many options to choose from, you have to have certain criteria in your head. Or you have to you have to kind of know what you like and what you don't like. So yeah. you see patterns on dating apps. Like, you know, you see the guy who's got the dog and he's trying to look all cute. and You know, you have the guy who... Uh, what are, what are your I guess what are your turnoffs or your deal breakers in terms of a girl's dating profile?
2: Um, if the girl only has professional pictures taken on the thing, okay, that's for me as a no. Yeah, I want to see a natural ish phone something. That's one. If there is a video <laughs> selfie of her to some music. You know how girls oh, will do like, like a video like and they're just kind of like looking in front of mm-hmm. the camera with the music? Yeah. That is a definite no. Like they for have YouTube. like
0: a little flower crown.
2: Yes, that yeah. is a definite no. Like I don't care how pretty you are. I don't want because that's not the type I don't want to deal with this shit. <laughs> um if every single picture is selfies and but I can tell there's a filter on it, that's a no. Yeah, sure. Right away. And I have realized that if there's only a face picture, that usually means she's of a bigger body type. And I, you know, I met with somebody oh. and and we had a good time, but I was not interested. And and look, there's I have nothing against that of anybody who's who's a little bit bigger, but that's just not what I'm attracted to. I'm very active. I work out a so lot. So you want a so athletic athletic for me, I want body type? Yeah. I want somebody who has a similar body type and who also has a similar life hygiene so that you know loves to work out and stuff so to me it's important like um so these are all the things that i've that i have um like physically on, on dating profile and on the things like hinge where you have to put prompts yeah i have prompts where uh, a lot of girls it's there's like if the answers are basic the i can't I, i'm no. not gonna do it like a lot of girls have you know the and the question is like i'll fall for you if and then their answers <gasps> you like. You know what mine was what
0: if you're a sinkhole?
2: Okay, sure, that's that's fine because a lot of them are <laughs> I'll fall for you if dad you joke. buy me food. A lot oh, of them God. are you buy me food. I was like, that's all it takes, just mm-hmm. gotta buy you food, just so, like
0: have some creativity. I don't know. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of the dad jokes, I'm a big fan of no! like the cornball, you know, goofy behavior what are what, uh,
2: what are some guys horror stuff that you're like fuck no
0: i'm um, not horror things but i would say you know if you have too many gym selfies that's yeah. a turn off i
2: feel like that's a lot for you like know what i girls. mean i don't
0: need to see like, ooh, oh you lift weights like you're, like you're a caveman like mm-hmm. all <laughs> right congratulations <laughs> um i also don't like seeing the whole point of a dating profile is to see who you are yeah and i understand like you have a lifestyle and whatever but if it's like picture after picture of you with a helmet on you know skiing in aspen like i'm not seeing any part of you you know what i mean but you know he skis okay but that's great but you can just say i ski in the in the prompts like you don't have to
2: i mean on my picture i have a picture of me on my motorcycle with my helmet on just to show yeah but then again you also
0: have other photos of you with your face (laughs) yeah of course well it's not gonna be all that I'm curious as to what your dating profile used well, to look like.
2: It is not existent anymore.
0: Oh, so. I know. We all know, Julian, we all know that you're not on the dating apps anymore. I'm so God proud bless of not you. being you know on what? dating apps
2: because it is, listen, it is tough out there. It's tough on dating Congratulations,
0: my friends. Um, I also don't like if you're, and this is, this is, I don't even know if it's for all the dating apps because I, I don't think that all of them take the song. But if your song on your dating app is whack, I am not. I'm not about that life. Like I know that you had some weird, Uh, weird ass song on your dating profile. Okay, something about
2: like no. Let me let me (laughs) because you're gonna butcher it, so I'm gonna explain. (laughs) Okay, when I was on Raya, and it comes with me being sarcastic, and my my so you know you have the slideshow coming up with the pictures and like you say, there's a song kind of like your MySpace song. Sure. My song was "I Want to Fuck You" from Akon, which is
0: "I See You." Oh my God, how down. romantic! Uh,
2: but here's the thing: if I if somebody obviously I had zero match, no, no of course no match you match did Yes. However, if one person didn't match, I knew right away they would understand my my sense of humor because no, this you know is what exactly it is. They match you,
0: they don't hear the song. That's why
2: they don't want to hear the
0: song. No, they just didn't listen to it. They just had had it on mute or didn't pay attention to it.
2: I don't know. To me, I thought it was hilarious, and I did it. And then, anyways, I deleted Raya because uh,
0: I had a song. guy um, <laughs> reach out to me. So I have this song "Save Me" by Mark Bathy. But
2: Isn't it, oh, it's not Nickelback.
0: No, no, ew. <laughs> um,
2: not to knock Nickelback, whatever,
0: but. Yes, and then the producer of that song DM'd me, and he was like, thanks for thanks for using my song in your dating Ooh. profile. Then he asked me to go for a hike. I'm yeah, like, oh, oh. I if that was a very, up, that'd be a great love story, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think so. That was
2: a very clever way for him to DM you. Yeah, very that clever. Very well. Yeah. I, I know friends, what they'll do is they'll see somebody on the dating app, find the Instagram, and go straight into the DMs. Because also a lot yeah, of people had supposedly say they don't check their dating app. A lot of like on Hinge is like, I'm not on the Apple. Uh, hit me on the DMs. It's just like you are. You're on your phone. You oh, all goddamn day. Yeah, I, know. I know. you Exactly. Are. Like, and you
0: have the alerts and you can yeah. see like when someone matches with you or whatever exactly. it is. Absolutely.
2: This, this is no. Um, <laughs> I had another question earlier, which was. Oh, yeah. What about. I know. I mean, I'm sure it has happened to you. But one thing about dating apps that is extremely annoying because it has a lot of pros, right? It's yeah. easy for you to connect with people and hopefully meet them. If you have a busy lifestyle and, you, and you're very, you know, you don't go out very much or you're not, you know, type to go approach people in person. Dating apps are great. However, I've noticed that out of 10 matches, only two will answer. It's like I, I remember getting likes from a girl. She likes me. Yeah. I match. Right. I initiate. Hi, how are you? I don't get a message. I'm like, Why? wow. Oh Why? my God,
0: Julian. Maybe somebody just thought that they were interested in somebody else over you. Okay,
2: so then remove me of your likes. <laughs> but I do feel You get
0: so hurt. Yeah. I, I mean, think you're a very sensitive person. <laughs> I am. I am.
2: And and because also I'm very reliable. So if I match someone, usually I'm interested in them. I, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna i want to talk but i've realized that the number of likes would increase on sundays i think yeah when, because everyone's
0: when loneliness like you know, hits, <laughs> the loneliness <six> l- <laughs> like
2: sunday 6 p.m when you have nobody to have a, you're coming a little off the cuddle, long buddy, lonely weekends and maybe, now you're like let me see i need uh-huh. to find a partner and then monday hits and you're back into your routine and you're like ah, oh, i don't need no man right
0: i don't need no man i'm yeah. i am beyonce i am strong independent. Actually, I shouldn't say Beyonce, more like Oprah, right? Because well that she has Stedman. Never mind. Um, I don't know what what I'm looking for, but
2: But that has you know happened to you, right? Where what? also like you match with somebody and then you don't answer like you don't get an answer?
0: Uh yeah, of course. Definitely. Definitely that's happened. Or like I will be going back and forth with somebody and then all of a sudden they just pff, won't yeah. answer.
2: Have and you done I- that
0: though? I do that all, all- the time. I did that all the time. Yeah. All and the time. why
2: why would you do that?
0: Uh, just because I have no intention of meeting up with the person
2: so why match in the first place
0: because I think they're cute and then uh, so is
2: it something in the conversation that led to you not having the interest?
0: not even no sometimes it's just like they'll message me and I just won't ever respond um and it could be for a number of reasons maybe I'm like dating somebody else and getting really to know them and and you know that, I, I lose interest in, in so if you're dating somebody and anybody why, else
2: why are you on, oh no because I forgot yeah yeah
0: just know. like very like you know early stages yeah. of of seeing somebody fairly exclusively mm-hmm. like you kind of don't you you naturally lose interest in other people but yeah, of course but you know um yeah i've 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 had some hits and i've had some misses on the dating apps i know overall not to take them too seriously
2: mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah. because i i think that at one point they set out on these dating apps to actually create connections but it's it's kind of changed and i'm very curious as to like the research behind it yeah and i found somebody Ooh. yes who is she her name is dr amanda gesselman okay and she is uh associate director of research <laughs> oh you remember. at the kinsey institute nice. yeah
2: okay so that's awesome we're going to be talking to her right now she's going to tell us a little bit more about dating apps and the datas mm-hmm. i guess data data the datas?
0: well there's no such thing as datas the data but- <laughs> You're French. What is, uh, which one is it? Data. I say, data? I, say uh, I say data.
2: <laughs> okay, so we're gonna we're gonna hear about the data. Okay. The data. Of data dating app.
0: Taco the data of dating. Let's do it. All right, all right. So with us now is Dr. Amanda Gesselman. She is the associate director for research at the Kinsey Institute. Hello. Thanks for coming on.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: So nice we are talking dating apps. And Mm -hmm. I know this is something that you are well researched in, um, dating apps. I think they've gone from something that has seemed, you know, in the past, maybe a little bit dangerous, a little on the fringe to now. They've gone pretty much mainstream. You have celebrities who are using dating apps. You have very successful people who are on these Mm -hmm. dating sites. So I want to know when that switched.
1: Yeah. So it's certainly become, um, a very much commonplace way to meet a partner. Um, and we've actually seen that dating apps, um, in terms of where people have met their most recent partner dating apps have actually surpassed meeting a partner through friends, through family, through work, school, all those kinds of things. And so it's now actually the number one way to find a partner and that's across, um, gender, age groups, um, race and ethnicity, uh, basically all those sorts of demographics. So it is definitely a major player
0: right now in, um, in
1: making relationships.
2: Did you say it's the yeah. number one?
0: Oh, wow. Even across age groups. So even people who, you know, don't even know how to barely use <laughs> an iPhone like my parents' age, right? Like we're talking like people who are in their 50s, 60s. They're, that's the number one way for them yeah, to well, connect? so certainly there are people... If they're not married. Right. For, first of
1: all, they're single, right? And um, certainly there are exceptions to the rule, but most people want a partner. Most people want a connection of some sort. And so just because they're, you know... A, of whatever age, doesn't mean they're stopping um, that search. And online dating apps are the easiest, most convenient, cheapest way to find people. Um, and you know, there there are certainly people who are older who are living in you know retirement villages where they're surrounded by other people their age, and um, you know they might be dating more in their neighborhood than online. But for the most part, across all the all demographics and age groups, um, online dating is the way they're meeting their partners.
2: Yeah. Wow. I mean, I agree. It does. It does feel way more acceptable now than even six years ago to be on a dating app, because before you on dating app, you felt like you were a little bit desperate. Yeah. And now it's like everybody's on this, like oh, everybody's yeah. just doing online dating.
0: Mm hmm. I want you to hit it with, hit us with some numbers, if you could. Um, could you tell us really concretely how much dating app usage has grown? Yeah, that's
1: sort of a hard question to answer, but um, exponentially, I guess, is the best way to say that. Um, So um, my colleague, Justin Garcia, who you know and have interviewed as well, um, he and I collaborate with um, the dating group Match, which almsmatch.com and we do a survey every Mm -hmm. year called Singles in America, which he might have talked about as well, but um, it's a nationally representative survey where we ask single Americans um, about their love and sex lives and what they're looking for. not necessarily match customers. It's just, you know, we, we want to know what single Americans want and they do, too. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, we just collected data um, starting in August and about 20 percent of singles across all age groups said that they met their last date online. So that's about one in five Americans are doing that. Yeah. So wow. that's a pretty um, significant number. <laughs> and again, this is higher than the other methods that they had to um, to go meet another partner. Right. So. Um, so it's become pretty common at one in five. Um, and I think a lot of that came from when um, Tinder really entered the market and became big. So mm-hmm. Grinder really preceded that right. and that um, became pretty popular in the gay community. But for heterosexual people, for people who were um, trying to date uh, you know, opposite gender and mixed gender, um, there was a sort of precursor to Tinder called Blender, but it just... Blender. What was it called? <laughs> I don't even remember Blender, that one. Blender? Blender. Blender, or Blender. like um, making smoothies. Yeah. Blender. Ah, um, oh, okay. Yeah. Blender, yeah. And so, um, you know, that came out and it was not a hit. Um, so I, I think that it was just not <laughs> the time, right? So Tinder came on the market in 2012. And by 2014, I think they were doing like a billion swipes a day or a billion matches or something like that.
2: That's insane. It's crazy.
0: Um, but Tinder started off as what? as like a legitimate dating app. But then it kind of morphed into like something that you would use for a hookup, I think, right or, or well that, that was
2: uh, that was my question actually. Is there any data that says like what happens for uh, some apps are known where you you'll find people that are looking for relationship, and Tinder, which originally was you know to date ended up being known as more of a hookup. What, is there a way to explain that? What what happened that made Tinder more of a hookup thing? But then I know a friend who dated somebody for three years and they met on Tinder.
0: Yeah, but they, probably because it's, that it's, person it's, met that significant other early on in Tinder's genesis, right?
1: People meet their partners from Tinder all the time at this point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so for Tinder, I think, first of all, it was... Um, created by college students. So certainly might have been a relationship app at the start, but you have to put that in context. Mm. Um, And the thing about Tinder, I think, is that although people have different conceptions of uh, what most people are looking for on the app, it's not actually marketed in any kind of way. So it's not, they don't market themselves as a long-term relationship app or as a hookup app, although some people might have that idea. Um, And so it's really for any kind of relationship and i know that there are a lot of um complaints about not being able to find the kind of what you know long-term partner that people are looking for and i think that that's kind of um a key player there that most people aren't really forthcoming with what they want or even know what they want it's just it's become sort of yeah. a place to find anything you know and so it's it's um yeah i guess luck of the draw almost in the swiping
0: as to what you might find and that True. And that kind of brings me to my next question. Like anything that's social media based, I'm sure that all these dating apps started off with the the intent to connect other people in meaningful ways, but that has since changed as well. And do you you know why that's changed into something where, you know, maybe it's not as serious or as meaningful as people had wanted?
1: Um, I have some ideas about that. So first in this um not this most recent one but the one we did last year in 2019 we asked people what people who were currently on, on dating we asked them what they were looking for and it was about um it was about even in thirds so a third of them were looking for a committed relationship a third of them were looking for mm-hmm. um casual dating so more of this sort of you date for a little while but it's not going to go anywhere and you kind of accept that it's going to end in the near future which i think a lot of people yeah. in their 20s have had Maybe several of it's at this like point, yeah. percent of encounters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then some people said that they were not actively looking for a long-term partner, but were open to the idea if the right person came along. Um, so I think that the reason for that—that's me. <laughs> I think that the reason for that, um, you know, that perception of shift where it might have been to connect in the beginning that has changed. I think it might be because there's sort of this new murkier stage that has arrived arise, arisen I don't know mm-hmm. what the word is but you know what I mean that it's that it's <laughs> come about is, but I know what you mean um, yeah. I think uh. it's this murky stage that's come about where people um, want these relationships but don't necessarily want them to be long-lasting um, and so I think that this this has yeah. sort of become a, a normal step for people in their 20s and maybe you know early to mid 30s where you have these maybe a couple of months relationships and it's not you're not in love, but you um, have a, you know, some sort of good connection with that person. And then you kind of accept that it's relatively fleeting. And I think that as that has become you, a thing, we've feel- seen more of that shift towards, um, you know, maybe not marketed it towards um, community relationships or, or maybe just thought of differently as a different kind of tool.
0: Yeah.
2: Do you feel that, this is happening because people on dating apps have the illusion that I ha- that they have all these options available and therefore they don't want to commit to one because yes, they're matching with someone and they're like, Oh, you know, I vibe with this girl. I like that girl, but I have 20 other matches and I could be culture. also, Absolutely. yeah, I could, I could, yeah. I could be, maybe I'll vibe with this one. So I don't want to invest myself. And I th- I feel like that might have something to do with these short term, um, relationships because when I was on dating apps, I would experience that. I would meet somebody that I genuinely like and then have a good date. But then the next day I'd match with somebody else and I have new interests. And I'm like, oh, well, I want to pursue this one. And then I meet somebody else. And I've realized that when I meet somebody that generally have interest, removing myself from the app very early on in the relationship helps me focus on that person. And it usually leads to a longer lasting relationship.
1: Yeah, I think there's definitely an aspect of conflict cognitive overload there where you have just so many options and I know that the research on that is mixed with some people not finding um, a connection there but I think that a lot of people have that um, sort of fear of missing out that FOMO finding a better oh, partner yeah. or a perfect partner or something like that and Because of, you know, the swiping mechanism and being able to see so many people that it's really hard to figure out how to get around that. And I think you're really smart for taking yourself off of the app early. I think that that's probably the smartest thing that you could do. But I think that a lot of people um, maybe don't think about that or, you know, don't realize that they might be um, self-sabotaging to some extent by continuously looking Mm -hmm. for something better.
0: What do you think that's done to mainstream dating culture then if if we're always now in fear of missing out can we ever really commit to one person then with all these distractions around us yeah
1: that's that's a concern that a lot of people have i think and a lot of journalists have written um you know panic pieces about and i think some of it's um definitely founded um And I think that maybe some of that is contributing to that murky stage I was talking about where people aren't really committing, but you're having these sort of relationships that may or may not go anywhere, probably not, but might. Um, I think that there are definitely a lot of people out there who are still looking for commitment. Um, When we look at this split in terms of, um, you know, what people are um, saying that they're looking for and who's telling who's telling what they're looking for. We see a lot of people aren't necessarily broadcasting it, but that a lot of people are looking for those relationships. And so I think that there's just a sort of crucial step missing where, um, you know, if they could just, if people could just communicate what they're looking for, it would save everyone, you know, a lot of um, time and possibly (laughs) heartbreak or just generally misunderstanding and stress. Um, But there definitely are a lot of people out there still looking for that commitment, although they might be, having to sift through lots and lots of
2: other people who (laughs) are I mean, there's also, you know, all these, um, all these match that you have that are not looking to meet Mm up fast. Like all these people are just, you're matching, you're talking, and then they can't, it feels like they're just looking for a pen pal whenever they're feeling lonely to talk about. And like, I know that, you know, you, I I feel like you have to see the dating app and, and as a introduction and within fairly fast you should meet in person just to so you know if you are compatible or if you have at least a little bit of chemistry in person instead of texting on the app for a week and, and being yeah, like what are you up to well, today blah blah, blah you part know part of that
0: is because people have a lot of other options in their queue and they're they're talking lightly communicating with a bunch of other people so if one person breaks through who they seem to have an attachment to or a, a a bigger attraction to they'll go with them and you won't hear back from them again yeah that's <laughs> I, true yeah so i think it like breeds uh it breeds that kind of behavior yeah and there
1: is certainly data that shows know. that the longer you go without meeting in person the more likely it is that you never will meet in person like that you should do it mm-hmm. relatively early if you're ever going to do it so i think that you're right it's
2: is there a time frame
0: yeah, it, yeah. That's Is a there a time question. frame? Is
2: there something you recommend? In a sense, like within uh, you know a day of meeting or matching, or within three days, it should be if you want to give. You it actually? we actually
1: shot. did ask that question in the Singles in America data, but I don't have the data for that right now. I could send it to you later if you want to okay. just mention it. Um, but I don't. I don't know, yeah. that off the top of my head, but I would say.
2: <laughs> I will say two days. I will say this so is why this is a Julian route. I would say if you match, you have to meet up or make plans for meeting up within the two days after. What if you are busy? Reasonable. What if you're busy You person? make a plan to meet up at yeah. least. Well, <laughs> okay. I think there's some caution
1: ready. there because then you get people who message and are like trying to meet up after, you know, like the first, hey, how are you? And I think that comes off as mm-hmm. scary, right? It's like too much.
0: Yes, it does. It right. absolutely and so does. There's, you're like, I don't know you there's like that. There's certainly a, a
1: balance yeah.
0: that you should start there.
2: It might be for girls, but honestly, if I, if I were on an app and I meet with somebody that on picture looks gorgeous, and she's like, "Hey, let's meet up later for coffee," I'd be like, "Yeah, let's just do it." But I, it might be different for do girls, have to I think, because yeah, we have you, to you guys are ourselves. more at risk. You guys are more at risk of being with some type of creep.
0: Absolutely. At the end of the day, you know, we're, it's still a, a an app where you go and meet strangers. So we we still might as to well be, be a careful. Craigslist swap. Come on. Um, absolutely. <laughs> Okay. So if you, if you want the best chance at success on a dating app, and this is, I know you guys have done surveys and research. What do you think are the do's and don'ts of crafting a dating profile and then communicating when you're on the dating apps?
1: Um, I think those two go uh, hand in hand very much. So, um, so a lot of the data shows that um, especially women, but people in general really prefer messages that are both short. They don't want you know, paragraphs long messages. They want short messages, but messages mm-hmm. that are also thoughtful that show that you um, actually looked at their profile rather than just like swiping or, you know, just right. looking and yeah. seeing like, oh, they live five miles away. Great, let's do it. Yeah. They want some. They want some. Um, <laughs> you know, some meat in the message. They want to know that.
0: Like comments about their yeah, dog or something like that. Oh,
1: anything you know, whatever that, it you is. that you read that you saw something that you could connect with. Um, but shorter messages tend to get replies more than longer messages. And um, it's good to be able to show your um, personality. You have to figure out how to, you know, communicate your compatibility, your, your personality, your humor, et cetera. And I don't know, a handful of words. And so you have to really figure out the best mix to show who you are in that kind of way. Um, yeah. We did a few studies uh, a year or two ago on the use of emojis between potential partners. So when you're, uh, messaging on the apps (laughs) and um we were specifically interested in whether people who use emojis actually make more connections so have more dates um connect with more people uh have sex with more people that sort of thing and the reason that we thought that was because emojis are faces and they convey a lot of emotion right so you have like the laughing emotion the laughing crying um Emojis mean all kinds of stuff. Right, that's number one emoji. And obviously, we know like (laughs) what the sexual emojis are. Um, You
2: know, they they mean. Yeah, that's my. favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding.
0: Julian's got that like locked and loaded in his phone, like Like already to go. Frequently,
1: Um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But they have meaning, and so we were thinking, um, maybe this is a really short, like way, really easy tool to insert in your messages, your personality, your humor, to give sort of. like a legend for how to interpret your message and, and that kind of way mm-hmm. to add to it. Yeah. Yeah. And we did find evidence for that. So people who used emojis more often with these potential dates in their messages actually went on more first dates. They went on more second dates. They were more likely okay to stay in contact longer. They mm. were more likely okay to, to kiss and to have sex with their partners. It was, <gasps> emojis will get you laid, that's Julian! That's insane! So, <laughs> uh, that?
2: Why Julian? I didn't I get know. you laid yeah, too. So we think that, that
1: it's a tool to... To show people who you are, right? It's like a it's something that you can insert to make it, it to make a fast impression, but that will um, bring a little bit more life to your message.
2: Is that only on the dating app, or also once you start like texting on actual text? Because, I, for example, I know that the use right now, lately, especially the use of gifts, <laughs> has been extremely yeah. useful like people will will say oh you have a good gif game or oh wow you're really good with gif which is such a new thing I think, such uh-huh. a weird i think
0: it's kind of annoying when someone uses too many gifs it's like okay you're no, letting somebody yeah. else do the talking for you like yeah, i get but it
2: a perfectly used gif is hilarious i think so too and when it's perfect it's hilarious I think so
0: too. it's okay <laughs> <laughs> He's, that's just because julian's gif happy <laughs> you really do love your gifts.
2: actually my friend kyle who you know is a gif master yeah i don't know how he finds them but it, he is a master at this uh, yeah. so does the use of uh, emoji just to basically question was the use of emoji is only for the dating app or once you exchange numbers throughout the first dating week the use of emoji has been shown to be a little bit
1: um it was any kind of message it could be on the dating platform or okay. it could be after you've shared your contact information um one caveat though I'll, it wasn't from our study but i will say some researchers have looked at the differences between phones or like platforms you know so apple android yeah. Samsung, whatever mm-hmm. um and because the emojis look so different because uh, technically emojis yeah. are for iphone right the emojis look so different so people right. um people have shown that those are interpreted differently that they actually convey different emotions even though they're the same thing so like you know if i send you an emoji from my iphone and you have an android what I, what I saw isn't uh, what you uh, see. It might
0: come as a question right. mark. I've seen that. Before. Oh um, wow.
1: Or but, but the even when it comes through as a face, the face can look um, quite different. So anyway, mm-hmm. so that's, that is that's so funny. I just think that there's
0: people dog on other people who have androids. I feel like there's a lot of judgment yeah. there. If your message pops up green, it's like that, like you know. Yeah, you, it's
2: like ew. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's like oh no. Come on! I
0: always used to be a big Android fan. Um let's let's stay on topic though. sorry about that. Um, <laughs> okay. so I want to know if age plays a part in any of this because my one of my single girlfriends, she is forty years old, and she said after she turned forty, the number of requests or or likes that she got on on the dating apps dramatically dropped. So I don't know if there's anything to that if a lot of guys are are setting up their brackets
2: until 39. their age brackets
0: until like thirty nine do you see that happening? Yeah,
1: so first of all, the majority of dating app users are younger, right? So they're um, mid thirties or younger. And so Mm -hmm. we know that women tend to go for women that are a little bit, or maybe a lot younger than them. Whereas women tend to date men that are a bit older than them. Um, And that means that Men who are the same age as maybe your friend are going for younger women, and there are uh, um, there are significantly fewer older men on dating apps, and so mm-hmm. the pool becomes quite small once you get a certain age because of who's most likely to be using it and yeah, the dynamics between sense. daters
0: between genders. Are there more women or men who use dating apps? It's about equal. Yeah. Okay, but more older women use dating apps than older men yes mm, okay. okay that's interesting well you know the older we get the <laughs> this, I, I don't know i'm just saying like no what are you gonna say I, I, just, I, don't, I, I don't know where i was going with it but i'm saying like the older we get the more like likely we are to to try to find someone that i guess the more desperate measures yeah. we take to find someone just find yourself Not a 25 year old you know, no older woman wants a twenty-five-year-old man. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that.
2: <laughs> you never know. I mean, no. Um, any any surprising facts that you that you could share with us about dating apps?
0: Um, I have
1: lots of facts about dating apps. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I think dating apps are, um, although frustrating for a lot of people, I think they're pretty useful because they provide a lot of um, advantages versus like face to face dating. And so specifically Mm -hmm. when you think about like people who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, queer, um, anything that's not, you know, straight or heterosexual, finding, approaching people in person and, and trying to flirt or to assess, you know, their sexual,
0: that That is, that is a very dangerous.
1: Um, and so dating apps let you approach people from a distance that hopefully isn't going to um, provide you any harm. Um, and Mm -hmm. because you're on a dating app that only lets you see other single people who signed up, uh, it's a good way for you to know who's single and who's available, who's looking and that kind of thing. And so I think that they have really done a great job for us in terms of, um, expanding the types of people that are available to us to date, that diversity, um, think about people who live in Montana and there's like not another house for, you know, 50 miles. Oh, I know. Uh, you know, the internet is probably one of their biggest, <laughs> you know, assets, <laughs> <to> if <find> i <laughs> anyone. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so I think that they've actually done a lot of good, even though they have a lot of frustration. Um, you know, certainly there are people who've been rejected num- a number of times or been ghosted and have had terrible experiences. And um, you know, those are very much real and, you know, probably very common. But I do think that they have, um, you know, helped us, I think that finding a connection and finding a partner is a lot of people's one of their primary goals. And so I think that they yeah. that we've figured out how to adapt technology to really help us get at that even though it might not be, you know, successful all of the time. And
0: yeah. I love how I love how uh there are specialty dating apps mm-hmm. and and dating sites. Like there's <laughs> there's the yeah. You don't have to be lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and
2: also and also for, you, you know, know sp- specific, yeah. like, religion.
0: Mm-hmm. Christian Mingle. There's, no, uh, there's J-Swipe.
2: Is it J-Swipe or J-Date? I forgot. J-Date. J-Date, J-J-Date. yeah. And
0: there's, um, it's ourtime.com, yeah, for older I think, singles. for people who are, yeah, for senior singles. Yeah. My That's... friend Rosemary is on that.
2: It's great well okay yep yeah. wait to put her on blast uh-huh. she <laughs> listen like she has no problem <laughs> okay
0: i'm gonna have her on the podcast eventually <laughs>
2: um that was awesome yeah yeah thank you I so mean, much for all these uh info. Yeah, thanks
0: for super having me. surprising it's yeah. always fun to talk about this. i guess so
2: we we, what we t- yeah what we take take out of it is like it seems like then dating apps are good Overall, it, it, yeah. overall, it's good, but it comes with a little price. That sometimes it's just shitty, and uh, yeah. you, know, you always can meet shitty. I people.
1: think it's a mixed bag, and I think that a lot of it is um, just a lack of communication on a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Telling people what you want, being able to specify like the type of person that you want, it's just a lot of. Um, I think a lot of types of communication that we weren't really prepared to do. You know, we hadn't really have to do that before smartphones yeah. became a thing nice. so we're still catching up i think but um i do think that they have a, some good some benefits to them
0: awesome that's great dr amanda Gasselman. thank you so much thank for, your you insight. for your time thank you. thanks for having me i was shocked that one out of five americans uses a dating app i know yeah And Um, that, I guess I'm not so shocked to know that more older women use dating apps than older men.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Let's do our question of the audience. Uh, We had a good one. Damn, we've 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 been having some... You guys are crushing it.
0: Yeah. Every question we've had has always been a good one, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this one is from Abby, and her handle is D Dabigail. Okay, so Abby, she asks... Would love to hear about dating a person who has different beliefs, values, perspectives, and what sort of combination can work or not. That's a great question. That so is you're a great talking question. about like worlds colliding and perspectives uh, colliding.
2: I feel like we might not be equipped to answer that. I feel like we can give our opinion about it, but there's probably actual facts out there that says if it's something feasible or not. Mm-hmm. So... I'd say don't take our word for it on this one. This is just no, our
0: no. This is like anecdotally, you yeah. know what I've what I've found. Um, if you're taught, and we are dealing with like one of the most contentious political times in recent history, yeah. and I know that, you know, uh, I have I have an ex who just posted. He's on he's on Bumble, and he said uh, there was a girl he matched with who said I did not vote for Biden. And he quickly clicked unmatch and posted that like yeah. on online, um, which was a ballsy move to to me. Uh, but yes, so that just goes to show you <laughs> that no, especially if you're dealing with with different political beliefs, given how contentious it is right now, um, I know that that typically won't work. And it's so hard. And you can say, well, we just won't talk about politics, but. Yeah, that's not true. I mean, uh, but that's why- also
2: a problem in the U.S. because in in my experience in France, like even if you have slightly different beliefs, people are it's not there's not the difference isn't as big as here. Mm-hmm. Like here, there's a huge separation oh over there. I think I think the question is is more about like culture. Like, do you think you can date somebody who you know who comes from like who was born and raised in China, for example? and have a, a very chinese upbringing and and and, and has that culture
0: yeah i mean i i can't speak from experience because truth be told i've you know i've pretty much only dated white dudes yeah (laughs) and i've dated jewish guys um well
2: that would if they are actual like jewish and and somewhat um you know respect part of the religion they will this has they will this will end because they they're jewish people are and my father's Jewish and he did not respect the rule, but you're supposed to marry Jewish.
0: Yeah, especially, yeah. doesn't the mother care about that more? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. was, I was a shiksa. They called us shiksas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but he wasn't like super, super strict in the Judaism. But I mean, I really can't speak from experience. I would imagine if I dated somebody who is a different religion from me, or if I dated somebody who didn't believe in God, uh, we just wouldn't talk about religion the only the to me like the only time it comes into serious question and it becomes a serious issue is if you have children mm-hmm. and how are you going to raise those children as far as like religion goes yeah you know are you going to raise them with you know catholic w- uh, whatever it might be uh, that can be a that can be a problem and i can see that being like something that you would drive you apart yeah but if you're just dating yeah <laughs> maybe not not so much
2: I don't, yeah, I think I agree. If it's something casual, it doesn't matter, Uh, but I think it really depends who you're, like, if you are dating somebody that is very, like, deep into their own culture and attached to it and want to respect it, and you come from another different culture, I think having uh, a future is going to be tough yeah i i think generally speaking people that think alike or at least comes from the same culture background tend to be a better match just because there's so much in common to start with
0: and then if you start a life with somebody you know together you, bring, you don't you have blend the families that's it. And, yeah. you, and you don't
2: have to like you know think of um oh my god which value should i teach my kid or, yeah. or whatever but um i like i know for myself I grew up in France. Since I was eighteen, right? Mm-hmm. So I had one girlfriend until then. Then most of my early dating life happened in Canada, which is a different culture than France. It is a oh, little bit yeah. different. And then up until twenty three, and then I moved here, and then the rest of my dating culture became more American, but mm-hmm. more LA. So, but my core is French. However, when I go back to France, and I and I and I meet people, I. Feel now that I don't really connect with them hundred percent. If I go to Canada, I feel like I connect with them, but not a hundred percent. Right. If I'm in LA, I don't connect with everybody on a hundred percent because I'm not American. Yet I am more American than more, than more French people. Yeah. So I think f- due to this, to due to my life, I'm more able to date somebody from different culture because I've experienced. Right. You different cultures. So I think if you if you are from a certain culture, you could probably be a good match with somebody else. But both of these people would have to be very open-minded and would be very like, you have to be like live and let live. Like mm-hmm. whatever you do, I'm not against and you know, but you have to also let me do yeah. my thing.
0: And you also have to understand it, it does. It just depends on how passionate you are about, about your culture and how, how strict you are yeah. when it comes to like certain norms, you know, like I know that I couldn't date somebody whose culture was maybe a little, um, not misogynistic, but, you know, believes that women have certain traditional roles.
2: Oh, that's a lot of uh, Middle East.
0: Uh, exactly. The Middle yeah, East I, of, probably, yeah. I, I probably couldn't then. I mean, yeah. just because like my, I am very, you know, hardcore, like independence and, you know, it'd be really hard to <laughs> tame someone like that. Yeah,
2: I get uh, it. And yeah. would, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't, because you, so you, you wouldn't date or be serious with somebody who wasn't uh Catholic.
0: See, religion, and again, it just depends on how important it is to you. Like, religion is not necessarily that important to me. I went to Catholic school. I grew up Catholic, but I don't go to church anymore. Um, I I would consider myself more spiritual than mm-hmm. religious. Um, I do believe in God. Uh, but it's not the cornerstone and the hallmark of my whole life. Like, it's not something that... Yeah, so that, you're fairly open-minded. Yeah, yeah.
2: Because, like, for example, I know with the kid that I want, I know for a fact, if I live in the U.S., there are two things that are that I will be non-negotiable for me. The the first thing is I want him to go to French school here. I want him because this is the closest thing he would have to his French culture, including me. So I would want that and that would be non-negotiable. But also I was raised atheist. So me, I wouldn't want any religious talk in the house unless he or she genuinely inquires about it. (laughs) And then I would want information that are non-biased. Okay. So that and, and that I think would with somebody like if it's a, you know a hardcore Christian or a hardcore Jewish person or a hardcore Muslim, this might be an issue for me. Absolutely, it would. You know?
0: yeah, yeah. So I, I think the, the the answer to the question is it depends on how strict you are in yeah. your own culture.
2: Yes, and how and strict how, is how open-minded your partner is.
0: Yeah, and how pervasive those values are to your life.
2: Because also, however, if you if you're open-minded. the um different culture dating is also amazing because you learn so much Mm -hmm. you learn so much from something but you have to be really it comes down to being open-minded and willing to learn from another culture yeah in my opinion so abby i'd say just pick your pick your um match or your your partner right
0: yeah, there's no hard and fast rule to it. No. Um, you just—it's a case by case basis. You know, you have to ask him how important his cultural values are to him in his life, and decide accordingly.
2: Yep, that's it.
0: If you have any questions yep. for us, hit us up X Appeal Podcast on Instagram DM. You can email us as well. Mm-hmm. Keep the questions and, coming. Yeah, because honestly, this I is I a great. Like, this is fun for us yeah. to, to
2: debate, and, and it's a fun way to end our podcast. I think they've every all time. been great. Yep. Uh, We will see you next week, guys.